<laughs> Welcome to the Simple Minds Podcast, where we look to empower and encourage real conversation amongst men everywhere by unpacking topics on self-help, philosophy, and business. Okay, we're recording. We were always recording. No, we oh. Mate, I'm running the fucking recorder. Do you think I might understand if I did press record? Give, did you give your lady some of this? She's gone. Oh. My lady. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>, hell. <now>. Moist. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> 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 Conrad, welcome to the show. <laughs> That's uh, that. Every time you play that, it suits him so well, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. Welcome to the show, everyone. It's Matt J. Adam here. What's up? And um, welcome to the show, everybody. I'm we're within a well. We have a smaller group today, which is um good, <laughs> good, bad, ugly. Who knows? But we have a smaller group, so I do, do miss Hado. I do miss Hado. And, and Dunk and and Mike. <laughs> um, so um, welcome to the show, Conrad. Hey, buddy. Hello. Jay Moff. He <laughs> <laughs> just farted rainbows. <laughs> and, uh, and Justin. What's up? Noise. <laughs> Noise. And as I said, yes. Welcome back, Matt, JK. Yeah, if you aren't aware of who I am, maybe you are or you're not now. Can we do your sound? Uh, yeah, I need a sound. What would be good Maddie's, if... Maddie's got a new toy. We'll cut all these sounds out of the show and then it'll just be like, what are those idiots oh, talking God. about? So, welcome to the show, fellas. It's a Friday afternoon. And, I know, uh, cool. It's cool. It's it's nice, right? Good vibe. Nostalgic. Nostalgic. We don't fully do these on Fridays in case you wondered why. <laughs> we do put we put them out on Fridays, but we don't uh, record them on Fridays and sometimes we do a couple at a, in a time, in a session. I don't but, know what, what relevance it has to this topic, but anyway. Anyway. Well, the, to- the, rele- the relevance of the topic is I'm not sure I know the topic. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so this is called word vomit. And I prefer it to this about you. <laughs> That's good awareness you have there, so, mate. So <laughs> the topic for the day is TV dads. And really what we're talking about here is basically the, the portrayal of dads in media is kind of rarely positive. Often they're portrayed as lazy, stupid, selfish, and primarily sort of antagonists. The, we're, we're thinking of people like Homer Simpson, um, Peter Griffin from The Family <laughs> Guy. <laughs> that wasn't a sound effect. That was Justin. Um, Al Bundy from Married with Children, for those in Conrad's era. Um, Daddy, Daddy Pig. I don't know who this Daddy Pig dude is. <laughs> It's a cartoon. It's a cartoon. Peppa Pig is a cartoon. I get Peppa Pig. I didn't know they had a daddy pig. That's the dad Okay. in Peppa Pig. I mean, it's fairly obvious. Um, Phil Dunphy. I know Phil. You know Phil? Yeah. Modern Family. Ray Barone from Everybody Loves Raymond and Hal from Malcolm in the Middle, which I haven't seen much of. You know, they're all idiots. They're all idiots. But that's pretty common, right, in these kind of sitcoms. There's the idiot dad. Is that – do these guys have – Oh, I probably shouldn't say it. I won't. <laughs> no, say it. No, because I know what happened to my mate Scotty coming on his show. Oh, mate, you, you're not that serious. Who's going to cut your I legs might, off? I might lose my job. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's right. I'll hire myself. No, they might have female directors. Mm, they might. And? Well, what I'm saying is that no, would a man do that to a man? They don't. Yeah. They yeah. don't have female directors? They don't. No, the Simpsons is not. Family no. Guy's not. Well, Okay. 
I don't know who the directors are. I'm just asking. You, you did go on that limb. These are all like, <laughs> <laughs> they're <laughs> comedies though. Like they're comedies. Yeah. They're supposed to be fun, so they play on this like stereotype. Yeah, but why is the, the stereotype dumb. the dickhead dad? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, right. It's always the dickhead dad, dad who's really like. But are you serious, into dad? Their children, no. Yeah, but and do you? You see my story. Stereotypically, spend all your time at the pub on the weekend and like always fail your children and and do a lot of these. I mean, they don't all do that, but they're largely dickhead dads, right? Yeah, the stereotype. I mean, so what what we've been programmed here is not really kosher, right? You don't do it. I don't. Well, you're not a dad, so I would I wouldn't assume you'd do you'd do it even without being a dad. Mm. I don't believe you do half the things that some of these clowns do. Um, so according to a study, right, 42% of people agree that the media portrays dads as stupid or clueless and 56% say marketers and programmers need to evolve in order to accurately reflect men's involvement in household and parenting roles that is more consistent with modern life. I reckon this is pretty consistent with my, like we run um, at my kind of work, we run a, a kids program and we often deal with a lot of parents. Most of the time, it's the mums that are the ones that are organised and responsible and book in their kids and bring them to the programs. Every now and then, the dads drop them off. And generally, it's, hey, what time does this finish? The missus has just sent me with little Jimmy and I have no idea what's going on. He's just been given a basic set of instructions. That's all he's been trusted with. But that doesn't make him stupid. No, not at all. It's just, whilst we're in 2019, there are still stereotypical male and female roles within a family unit. And whilst there's plenty of counter examples to that, TV generally just plays to the stereotype because that is still the majority. What are we drinking, by the way? I was going to say, <laughs> actually, can I, can I roll back that uh, failed <laughs> failed opening scene? I actually poured the, failed. I poured the guys the drink um, before we started. Nice. But, um, similar to a, a recent episode, we're drinking a bottle of Henri Abelé, um, I believe. Um, it's the um, Brut, which is a... Beautiful. It's made three appearances on this show since it, uh, since it our has, start. mate. And and I and the reason for this bottle is I bought it knowing that it's a Conrad favorite. Oh, it is my uh, favorite champagne. As uh, as Conrad has um cel- was celebrating a bit of a win in the in his business world today with an acquisition of a of another uh, of another business or, or yeah, business unit, so to speak. And um, so that's a bit of a, a bit of a bit of a celebration. F- Thank you, information. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Fourth oldest house of champagne. And the brand of champagne that was on the Titanic when it sank. Oh. Thank God we're not on a boat today. Hopefully it's not a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> for this no, podcast. no, I still drink lots of it. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so anyway, that's what we're drinking. Um, but um, back to TV dads. And uh, Justin, you, I think you were about to say something. Was I? <laughs> <laughs> you are now. Oh, look, I think <laughs> it's actually interesting. I mean, we've, we talk about masculinity um, or we've, We've attempted multiple times, and um, it really does. Attempted. <laughs> what do you, when you say you've attempted masculinity, what does that mean? As a collective, yeah. Um, so you're in that basket too. Um, it, it's 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 interesting. I've when I was given this brief, uh, um, it didn't. It never really occurred to me that uh, yeah, it is such a stereotype. And when you do look at all of these characters, how much it does downplay men and um, kind of portrays them as being, I guess, yeah, weak, stupid, um, lack of responsibility, um, just going out on the piss, getting drunk, um, you know, and it 
I think it does have an influence and has had an influence regardless on today's generation. Like particularly people who, um, you know, they they seem to knock off work, go have a beer um, or go have a drink and then kind of come home. And I think there's a lot of influence there and you kind of the uncool dude or the un like. I think I've copped a lot of slack, uh, particularly from my brothers over the years, as being the more serious one. And I think these type of stereotypes do put people who are a little bit more maybe ambitious or driven into kind of a little bit of isolation because then you become part of the norm. So I can kind of relate that I do think there has been some influence with these um, things. And the more popular people at school, when I reflect on it, were the ones who were the kind of stupid and cause a ruckus and the the goofy ones and um probably the ones who weren't performing that well um were generally you, you know more had more friends and all this other things and and whatnot so um it's interesting i don't know where or why where oh, i don't know why basically we just need to get controlled by media but, but the yeah, funny no, that, no why the men have been portrayed this way yeah, in these these shows i mean it is c- comedic um Mm. And, but, and but stereotyping is what, what we're talking about, right? I mean, it's actually mm. quite interesting because earlier this year, I think maybe a month or two ago, um, the British advertising agency has started to ban gender stereotyping. Um, and and that's in their advertising. So why is it good enough for advertising to ban gender, gender uh, stereotyping and not good enough for TV shows? Or why is it tolerable in comedy? Is it just because we, are, we, we have to accept that? There's a quote here that I've got. Um, basically, this... Um this topic came from Josh, who helps us produce this show. He would um, be our producer. <laughs> he would. I, I just said that. In three words or less. I said it in five. You said it in four. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Josh is producer. <laughs> now, the quote goes on to say, um, the worldview of our society has become increasingly both gynocentric or focused on the needs of pro- needs and problems of women, and misandric, I think it's pronounced, focused on the evils and inadequacies of men. There was a quote by, um, in Spreading Misandry, the teaching of contempt for men in popular culture, which I thought was an interesting point. This is, this is what was collected in the, um, I guess, the notes for us to, to have this conversation today. And it's like, but you can see that, right? And that, that's what that is in a sense. Like, it's sort of contempt for them, Despite, largely, I think those men are still doing what they're primarily ex- what is primarily expected of them in terms of the like being the provider in the for in the sort of old oh, old mean, way. But then they're also but then they but play how are you up in your household. How how are you positioned in your household? Is not, not like that at all. No, I was. Well, in which way? Like the, the dickhead dad. I was, I was portrayed as the dad that would that would be the one that administers the issues like the discipline and all that type of stuff. Oh no, that I, that I do. Oh, well, is that not stereotyping? That is, but I'm not talking. I'm not portrayed in the way that, like Homer Simpson, or um, no, I, mainly because I don't do that. Like I, I don't spend my time at the pub. I don't. I don't do things in that in that manner. But I, I still do. You come home with radiation tubes and stuck to your back. <laughs> <laughs> radiation tubes. Whatever that green thing is that is on Homer's back. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there exactly. is there is an element to truth. Like if you look at like Ray Barone or a few others, and you look at um, 
you know, what you were just alluding to, Jacob, like there is an element of truth in it as well. Oh, I've got that, some dad jokes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, like, I've, straddled, I've straddled a couple of... Like uh, the lack of organisation right? and, uh, you know, kind of like the, I don't know what's going on, I'm just here and kind of this like blasé attitude. Stereotypes come from truth. The reason that's a stereotype is that there was a... a um, so have the a British ma- got it wrong? A majority. So have the British got it wrong? No. The truth is, and, and this is why it, it pisses I'm us off. I'm happy if the British got it wrong. We we're we we're a slice. British. We've had enough of cracks at the Americans. <laughs> but, oh, I'm British in my, in, in, my, in my heritage. And no, but we're, we're, we're a slice. We're a cross-section. And look, because we're a cross-section, we're only ever going to fit into a piece. And are we the 80-20 of what we're talking about here? Well, we're obviously in the, in the 20. Because I think in a lot of ways, there's, there's a lot of – Dads that are probably more like this. And I'm not saying they're not good dads, but they're they've got they've got their job. They're what they, they what they do after hours. I don't is, know anyone that's like this. Yeah, but who like do you Homer choose Simpson. to hang out with? I don't know anyone like Homer Simpson. I like to be uh, like. Oh, I do. I do. Do you? Uh, with no disrespect to my father, but he's had one. Calls out his dad. <laughs> we're being true. We're, we're going to talk See, Christ, I grew, right, I grew so. up with with Mike Brady, you know, from the Brady Bunch, and he was a pretty cool dad. He, um, would, he was your he was your dad. No, my, well, my, <laughs> Mike Brady went to work, provided for his family. My dad did that. You know, I mean, my dad didn't go to pubs or anything. My dad wasn't. I don't know who. Well, my dad didn't go to pubs, is, but, but he would straight after work. He'd go to his mate's place and you know and drink. So you know, it's kind of a little bit Homer Simpson like yeah. in some respects. But there's um, different. There's like there's different sections of the you know, uh, so like dad, Daddy Pig's like the one that basically so can't put a nail on like the wall. This. Apart from your dad, you, you know people like this. <laughs> Actually, my dad now. I know looks, his dad. My dad shaved his head, and he grows the. Uh, I'm not going to be able to look at photos of his dad. Well, any, so he, I am not going to be able to look at your dad again. Oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> Didn't click, Mister B. I'm sorry. Sorry, Mister. Yeah, Mister B. <laughs> it's all right. Well, men have gone through a, a process, but I don't think men have come as far as women have in. We have it evolved the portra- <laughs> in the in their portrayal. Like if you look back at something like say that '70s show, the dad is that like all American, yeah, he's not hard ass kind yeah. of character. But do, you, do you think that's why in the TV shows they are the way that they are because of you know through war and through everything else that men were portrayed that's as strong? Like they needed the they needed the the yin and the yang to counterbalance in some respect. Kind of, they were the tough disciplinarians, but then they were like that they just sit back and drink their beer and kind of don't really care about things and. And there's a few in here, like Phil Dunphy is probably a better example of like more of a modern dad who has a laugh and loves his magic and hangs out with the kids and kind of- Would has he be playful. more of the normal? I, I would be proud to be like Phil Dunphy in terms of on that list. He's the one I'd probably identify most with because he is young at heart. He's Do we know any daddy pigs? Daddy pig is, he's just a bit hopeless. He, he, like, he all kind of sorry, are. sorry, Jacob. I mean, no, but like, Daddy, I so if we're just trying to filter there, I don't know who Daddy Pig is. So no, I but like, Daddy Pig's, he, he, he can't do any handy work if he needs to around the house. He's sort of, it's like he's he's a bit lazy. He's he's overweight. He's a pig. I don't know <laughs> any Daddy Pigs. I'm a, you don't know Daddy. Pig. I have aspects of Daddy no, Pig. I, hey? I have aspects of Daddy Pig, like the the come home from work, sit on the couch, kind of. Eat your dinner and leave a few dishes and on watch, the bench, um, kind of thing. On the stuff on the internet. Like Ainsley mentions it all the time. The fact like you don't clean up after yourself, you just come home and sit down like this, <laughs> like a pig. Like a p- <laughs> <laughs> short, short of being overweight, I, I, I tick a few <laughs> of the boxes. <laughs> so your daddy, daddy lean pig. <laughs> yeah, I did, um, 
A crackle on this fella. The bacon, not the pork belly, yeah. <laughs> He's a loin. <laughs> <laughs> but like women have gone through a process of being the that stereotypical kind of housewife that has everything kind of the household sorted, dinner ready, kids in bed, etc. To now like if you look at Claire Dunphy, the the wife of Phil who is she's uh, working yeah. a CEO of a, a major business. She's taken that on from her father. She's also a parent. She also takes the kids to school and she kind of and exercises and main, she kind of ticks but all that's, the that's boxes. N- so to me, that's what I would expect to be normal in society. Well, I'm not saying CEOs for everybody, right? But yeah. but a woman, a, a working mother um, that balances that, that to me is normal. I don't believe yeah. that these fathers are normal. They're not really normal. I mean, it, we just There's find it expectation funny, right? I mean, on truly, we just find it funny. I'm not happy with it. There's an expectation for women to to raise the children and kind of maintain the household and to provide. And nowadays, the expectation is still just for men to provide and to a degree, just not be shit with the but kids. These, but these these men, whilst they might be providing, aren't providing in, in significant roles. You just said it, right? Claire Dunphy's dad was he had his own business. Yeah. But then the father... He's a real estate agent from memory. Is that right? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so they've already they've already downplayed that role, and she's she's moved into the into the into the alpha. Yeah, it's true. She has, in a way, moved into the alpha. Um, most of the women here are in the alpha. Would right. you say Marge Simpson's alpha? Um, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, in comparison to Homer, like definitely. In the, the household. Power, who holds in the, household. the power in the household, yeah. yeah. And then I can't remember Ray Barone. I can't remember... Um, oh, yeah, his wife's a ball breaker. Yeah, so mm. she, she was she's, with she's, she's the alpha. And then... I'm going to get shut down for saying she's... Peter Griffin's <laughs> wife is um, as well. And they Lois. make her out to be, Lois. Al Bundy, Lois. you know about Al Bundy. I have no idea who Al Bundy is. Yeah, no, his, no. his wife is that other princess lady. I mean, she wasn't alpha at all, but she was even ditzier than, you know, that really. I, oh, and how, how <laughs> how's life from Malcolm in the Middle? She <laughs> She's scary. Yeah. All of the women, all of the wives to these men control that household and essentially hold the power. But isn't that that's not Bundy's isn't, wife? Isn't, that's oh, stere- isn't that stereotypically yeah. correct? She's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that stereotypically correct anyway? Yeah, it's it's. Oh, no, nothing, not I, I will not dispute mics. that women that women in well, in my life, my mother um, managed to hold the house down. You know, but my mum did that. And is she a ball breaker? Yeah, she, she, yeah, I reckon she could be. I reckon she probably was to a certain level. What are you talking about there? Well, no, I'm just saying my mum was probably the alpha dog. <laughs> Yeah, probably. Makes sense. That's why she still survives. That was an awkward the, silence. The Black Widow spider ate, 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 ate its, its males after the mating. It's true. My dad's not around anymore. <laughs> wow. Conspiracy. <laughs> if you're listening, Mum, then um, he, didn't, he didn't mean it. He'll see you on Wednesday. Tomorrow morning, I'll get breakfast with the boy. <laughs> but um, do we do we think this portrayal is harmful? Well, if if, if the British advertising agency has, has said that men unable to change diapers, women cleaning while men kick up their feet on the couch, women having trouble with parking, scenes like this, which play on gender stereotypes, are now banned. Clearly, it is harmful. So, what ads are they going to produce? I know. <laughs> yes. Most ads are based on yeah. Because, but, but as you said, stereotyping is unavoidable. And it, and it comes from a 
But stereotypes don't just come out of nowhere. They come out of the fact that typically these things. Well, we've had we've had these conversations, right, about categorization. Well, can I, can and, I do? And we we always seek to group ourselves, and well, and that's. I had a massive problem today because knowing we're going to talk about this topic, I've been um, doing some marketing or preparing for some marketing in the office. Did you just angle yourself to expel air? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did not. Anyway, <laughs> we are being videoed. <laughs> yeah, so there was a video of him expelling air. Anyway, I um, thought I might um, actually. I, I thought I may burp if you would like to. Oh. So I moved away from so the expelling microphone. Air. No, I thought I may, and I did not. So I'm preparing for a marketing campaign, and I used freelancer.com, throw us some bucks, um, to outsource some of the some of the graphic work, which is you know, I love doing that from time to time. Um, and when then they said, well, it'll be faster and cheaper if you gave us the imagery. So I said, okay, no problems, I'll source the imagery. And so I was, I was sourcing the imagery to certain life events. And what played on my mind is why are men and women always still portrayed as couples as opposed to the same sex gender stuff we've got going on? You know, am I wrong if I don't make provision for same sex coupling in my marketing? You're not wrong to do it, but like marketing is a numbers game and Roughly, as far as I'm aware, there's approximately 10% or less same-sex couples. And therefore, if you're putting out marketing to the general public or a, a cold audience, for example, there's putting something that's going to so heavily resonate with 10% but potentially alienate so or, the, or not resonate with 90%. It just makes no sense. Interesting. But when I, ter- when I search for couples' photos, I'm only getting – unless I put it same-sex couple. If I put couples, I'm getting yeah. husband and, and I wife. I don't to- think that's – Google having an agenda or, or the fact that it's just purely based on the numbers. There's just not enough of that to break through yet to be considered a, a norm. Like if you Google photos of couples, Mate, you'd expect... Where, where, where are you looking for photos? <laughs> no, or... <laughs> Jesus. All I'm <laughs> saying you need, you need is to, that... You need to reach out for a little bit of help. All I'm saying, <laughs> all I am saying is that... I actually considered the gender stereotyping when I was doing this, which is, hmm. you know, not purposefully, but, you know, it's something that knowing what happened in the UK and then knowing the topic we're talking about today, it's planted a seed in my mind. Is okay, well, fine, am I broad enough or am I playing to the... to the? Well, I'll give you another example on that. Um, so we obviously do social media marketing as one of our... One, one of the things we do, and we've got um, some government clients, and I won't say which one, um, and well, recent Australian government. Well, no, no, but which I won't say which agency that it was for. But we've recently had to stop using emojis of males and/or females, and and be very careful about that. They've taken some a, a new another level of not wanting to make any statement that might suggest the the sex or type of or, or situation that that person. Is in and so there is. It, it's a it's a very interesting debate at the moment, and then some people are taking a very conservative line, others taking a different one. So, do you think there's an agenda? I mean, because clearly, like I, I, I've I've grown up a bit, been on this planet a bit longer than you guys, right? So, I, I can see where TV was and where advertising was. I grew up with an with an ad campaign called Norm uh, Life Be In It, and Norm was the typical Australian man with a beer gut, tank top, stubbies. And didn't exercise, put his feet up, did all that stuff. I grew up with that going on. It's quite funny if you Google it. It's quite a funny ad campaign, um, you know. So that's that was norm to me. And then when I look at TV back in those days, I'm, I'm brought back to the Brady Bunch and Mike Brady. 
um, as a stereotypical man, went to work. You know. An architect, wasn't he? He was an architect, yeah, went to work, had a study, you know, came back and did the work at home, worked late, um, had a, had six children, a wife and a, and a keeper, a housekeeper, Alice. Living next door to Alice. Alice. You had a bit of a thing yeah. for Alice, didn't you? Everyone had a thing for Alice. She could cook really well. But... <laughs> But um, but the, the issue, like so to, to me, when I look at that, then I grew up watching just floated off the, there. The, the Sullivans, um, who you talk about had, um, in the name, ex- uh, you know, eludes me, but you know they had a war basis. And Mike? so men, was it Mike from the Sullivans? No, I don't think so. Um, no, they had a war basis. And again, the, the, there was a lot of men or males away for periods of time at war. You know, so again... Hardworking males, as it would be portrayed, and this was the, the stuff I grew up with. Um, I didn't grow up with a lot of this stuff, so I to didn't me, either. hey, I didn't either. Like my my dad, as far as this I like the beer bed drinker, my my dad bought a six pack of beer once a month, and that's that's all he could a choose to afford and b tolerate. He he worked, he worked I'm, hard, I'm, he worked on weekends. He didn't spend time at the pub. He was. He was very, very different to this portrayal. I've watched The Simpsons, right? I have watched Simpsons. I, I grew up watching The Simpsons, right? And here's, here's a little known fact of The Simpsons. That um, Bart Simpson in the episode's um, lead up gets to write on the whiteboard because he's being naughty. Every episode has a different phrase that he's writing on the white, on the blackboard. Stop it. I know, it's crazy. You should read it sometimes. Doesn't. We know that. Do you, oh, you know that? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who's watched The Simpsons knows that. Oh. Not a fun fact. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I thought I was going to get a mic drop that one. That was, that was my bomb one here. Um, nah. But, <laughs> but uh, uh, other than The Simpsons and Homer's a douche, right, to, to, to now look at all of these names written down in modern TV, I'm actually embarrassed and appalled that how, that's how fathers are being portrayed and really upset. Upset. Yeah, because I, I don't, I, I don't assimilate, and I don't know anyone that does. But we I, exaggerate I, a lot in marketing, right? And this, this is it's still, it's still marketing, it's still media, it's still entertainment. We, we do exaggerate, and we, we especially we exaggerate these if, stereotypes. Yeah. And if you, and we do it with women too. Like it's, it's if you, ex- if you consider the exaggeration, that's probably not far off the truth. When in some respects, for the majority, I think a lot of these. So then we're not uh, taking seriously. Okay, what is the typical Australian man? We're in Australia. What does a typical Australian man look like? What's typical? I don't know. We're a very multicultural man country. Nah. We're very multicultural. Um, I, I guess our obesity numbers are, qu- are quite high compared to global standards. So you would think on on the on the podgy side, um, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't. What's a typical man look like? What about your Tattoo, typical what do they Australian? Do? What do they event? drink? What do they do on the weekend? What do they drive? What's a typical man? You have like a a, a typical Australian barbecue. You have the men around, sit, standing around the barbecue with a beer and their kind of thongs, having a chat about sport. And then the women in the kitchen preparing the salad, talking about the kids. That's still true in 2019 as it was in 1950. But if the UK were to change it, why, why is this not changing? Or the Americans on a whole different agenda? Well, the one thing that I will raise, and that's become... These are all American shows, right? Big news is Bluey. Have, do you know of Bluey? Mm. Yeah. Bluey? Oh, so Have you heard of Bluey? I grew up when Bluey were called Blue Movies. Okay, Bluey. <laughs> Bluey came out last year. Bluey's an Australian um, cartoon where he's actually the dad is actually a stay-at-home dad, and it portrays the um, the relationship he has with his daughters, and and we, well the dogs, 
Um, so, but it's a so there's a lot of Australian culture in there, and it's become very popular. It was very, I think it was actually purchased only recently by the BBC, I believe, who've now flipped it to I think Disney, or at least it's going on the Disney show. But part of the sale process, because I think it's still partly funded by the Australian government in some way, shape, or form, but part of the um, part of the process was they wanted to actually Americanize it and change it, and they they the current or the original sort of founders held on, held firm, and forced the the process of the sale to go through and to keep it as an Australian, um, you know, an Australian well, cartoon. But it, 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 its popularity is insane, mm. and that, and it's still it's still the funny dad. I've never, like I've never heard of it. But well, look, look at the ten minute cartoons. <laughs> go check it out on no, ABC. Two. <laughs> yeah, go check it out on ABC. <laughs> well, kids, maybe we're overanalyzing no, it. No, but he's the, still the, he's still got the comedy aspect. Like yeah. he still he still does some silly dad stuff. but he shows a, lot, a very loving portrayal of his family you, in a different way. Because when you brought up Disney, when you think about a lot of the Disney dads, um, they are a bit more on the serious side, seeking um, almost approval, seeking authority. Like they're they're portrayed very differently. When you when you mentioned Disney, it clicked that. Um, they're generally very different um, as well, which is super fascinating. So maybe it's just the entertainment and the comedic side of trying to exaggerate, which is the truth. Like I'm guilty of like, I don't know, that extreme, but um, of, you know, leaving, not putting my clothes in the, the wash basket, you know, I put them next to him and, and you know, has, has a crack at you and, and or you're like, I don't know what we're doing this weekend. And so some of those elements of truth to, to these these things. And so I guess um, just from an entertainment point of view, I guess the bigger question is whether um, it is detrimental in the long term. And clearly it acts you. Well, can I, can I flip this completely on its head, right, and say do we take the piss out of ourselves as men because we're either scared of women or women can't handle it? I think sometimes these dads uh, just choose. So we're to skipping that question. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily the women angle, but a lot of these dads are portrayed as not taking life too seriously because they're probably afraid of taking things. But these seriously. are pretty. These are some pretty a lot of long the, running and deep shows, right? Yeah. Well, Justin had a good point before. A lot of these men playing these roles were, especially in the, the shows from the seventies, for example, are coming out of the. Um, a major war. They've they've been fairly mentally affected by that, and they kind of choose to be very light-hearted and kind of have a beer and not take things seriously because probably the the reality is facing up to their their mental health. The, well, the, the but we're talking about what's on TV now. But the other, also, but but the, but the other you can't isolate any one of these shows into one character because no. what they need to do is the the three to five to seven key characters in these shows. They need to create friction. Like that, yeah. that, that is where the story comes Drama. from. And even, even the morale, Chaos. like the morale of the story might be a good thing, but they need these different points. So are we using the man because the man is more resilient than what the woman is? That's the question I'm asking. Yeah, probably in a way, in a, in a way. Sorry, I mean, the women are very resilient in their way. And I think, well, that's a half-assed answer, Maddie. No, I mean, it's not because I think, I think in, they construct these dads and so some of them are useless. It, and then the women are very resourceful and useful in their way. because. So to create the drama that we're talking about, to create the chaos that we're talking about, yeah, we're using the man as the foil. Is that because women aren't capable of, of handling the, the becoming the foil? Ooh, possibly. I don't poss- know. If you, imagine if you had a... Possibly. Imagine if you portrayed still a woman who was a stay-at-home mum in a show and didn't work and whatever. Like That would be... 
I just don't think modern society would really accept that for the same reason like Matt was saying, they have a lot of same-sex couples and it, stay-at-home dads being presented. They're almost pushing the stereotype of the minority. Well, it's easier to take the mickey out of ourselves than to, you know, cop trying to take the mickey out of um, yeah. someone else. So, like, yeah. most of these are – look, I, I would – be going out on a limb are directed and produced by males because mm. no I, I, I would tell you you're right that's probably the norm still um and so going out on you know doing that would cop a lot of heat and backlash but this is also why we went so far and we, we've gone so far into reality tv is because you sometimes it's it's not okay to be giving certain stereotypes shit and dads are potentially one of them but then you're going to put people on tv and they're going to do these things and they've already signed a waiver and you're just presenting the truth, right? So you're showing the guy, the hopeless guy, that is appalling to his partner. You're just portraying that because it's truth and you're going, hey, this is reality. I'm not taking any responsibility for the themes in this bullshit. And let's look at all these dating shows and other things that go on. Um, <laughs> like, no, but they literally... They're they, another, they're another I mean, debate. They're another debate in themselves, but they, they handcraft the How people. How is that acceptable on that, a show and not in the real world? Well, they, they call it, it's okay because it's reality. But actually, they've just crafted the whole story anyway. What's the difference? And they, they go deeper into these stereotypes and they rip But there's another problem again. Like you look at like the maths thing recently and how much that encourages. Maths is. Oh, sorry. Married, married, married at first sight. sight. Get with the times, man. Jeez. He well, watches not, it. Not for me. He watches it, mate. I've watched maths. a couple of episodes. Like the, the behaviours that that's encouraging or allowing to be acceptable in people is pretty appalling when you think about it because particularly with the rise of social media and stuff like that, um, like that's a whole other thing again. Like it's just uh, – it's, Are we digressing, gentlemen? Not really, because well, really. I think we're talking about the same thing. In because because these days, I, I would actually agree with it. Funny that you bring up reality TV. I would say it's more, almost more popular than a lot of these shows. You're seeing a lot of the sitcoms kind of dying off a bit. Mm. Um, yeah, comedy has. It's, everything's become very freaking dramatic. Well, it's easier to record people just doing dumb shit. Yeah, well, comedies and structured shows, even like Modern Family is designed as a show to show you different aspects. They've got a, a same-sex couple. They've got a traditional kind of, um, I guess, nuclear family. They've got a, an old American man who's remarried with a Latino wife. But each of those roles has been heavily stereotyped purely because, A, it's funny and people enjoy that. B, it creates tension and drama for what is a lighthearted show. Whereas reality TV at least shows us real human beings interacting in the real world to a degree. It's still crafted and cultured, but at least we can relate a little bit more to it because it's people that rather than characters. So is comedy a dying art? Well, no, because comedy largely is always taking the piss out of yourself. I mean, I, I heard Peter Hellier get up recently and do this big old skit about he's a dickhead dad. Like that's exactly what we're talking about here. And he got up and he's like, it's just well, dickhead dad, and I'm just dickhead dad. And he was it's rela- and the crowd were the crowd were it's in, re- in tears. It's like, relatable. It's Australian about humor the things is he'd done wrong. Yeah, it is it's, But it's not just Australian. It's American too. It's in general too. But if you yeah. look at like Peter Hellier from the outside looks like a Homer Simpson kind of character. He's a little bit <laughs> overweight, he kinda of doesn't. But really even care. um I've watched some of Kevin Hart who has just skyrocketed to success and he does the exact same thing. And like he's willing to go off on stage and admit that how much like he try he tries to 
behave like he's the alpha, but then in the same sentence will acknowledge that he's not. Um, and that the women, you know, that his wife drives the, the outcome and his kids walk all over him and all this type of stuff. And that's what he is, um, is, is, is funny. Um, true, yeah. you know, and, and he's, isn't the most recent, probably recently one of the most successful comedians, um, out there. And I, maybe that's just the way that for comedy, it is what it is. I don't know whether it's dying, a dying art or a, um, I wouldn't have thought. I don't. I don't agree with. It's changing. Us. It's changing. But, like because we've but got the, YouTube just, just, and everything else is going the, on now. But the PC element is definitely having an impact, and it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next ten years. Of which is a whole other topic, I think, well, in the itself. U, the UK have clearly set a precedent there, right? Yeah, but this is where mainstream mainstream will struggle, but all the indie stuff will will flow through, and indie's only getting bigger because our ability and accessibility of equipment and you know, we can create a short film with almost no money. Like we don't, we don't have the problems that we had 30, 40, 50 years ago to create some content. Maybe it's not to the extent of a major media house, but those major media houses are going to be handcuffed in a lot of ways because it's not going to be reasonable for them to present certain shows and to do certain things. And like, like what you're talking about. I guess you know what, I mean, it's presented like that and the question that was presented to us by Josh, I mean, if in, in isolation, I wouldn't have thought it'd be an issue, right, in isolation. But when I saw those names... Put on the on the on the paper all together, you know. It, it, I, I did take I did take some offence to it. I, I think um, if you are going to be heavily influenced by external sources in the media, then it's it's worrisome. But it comes back to everything that we talk about, which is you've got to work on your yourself and ask the question: Is like, is that really who you want to be? Because if you don't ask the What's question, that? you'll be influenced by that regardless. But but that's okay for and we talk about Pareto's principle in the eighty twenty rule, right? I mean, and this is what it comes down to. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, those people that do the work on themselves or, or aware of themselves aren't necessarily going to be influenced to the, to the impact of that space, and most of us aren't. In our in our vicinity, um, but it does concern me that the eighty percent will be. You know, and we, we sit back, we talk about the rich get rich and the and the poor get poor. I mean, that's not just about money. Yeah, it's about knowledge. It's about everything, right? Yeah, it's mind space too, right? Emotional, yeah, spiritual. So, basically, going back to that study. And that study was actually called like wait until your father gets home, and it was. Um, That's it, me. That was me. It explored the way today's dads are portrayed in the media, but it was actually, I think it was run by, find it. I think it was run by Nickelodeon actually. Um, but is that you? So, is that you, Matt? Are you, are you that? Are you that Jacob? Is that what Langsley says to young Henry? Wait until your dad gets home. I definitely think within our household, I'm considered like I've always been the fun uncle, and that's just naturally progressed to be Henry. And and has has naturally progressed towards being the fun dad. And but I I personally think I'm the funkle. But not a lot of it, even today, not a lot is expected of dads. There's a huge amount expected of women to to work, to have the household, to be great moms, etc. But I still don't think there's nearly as much expected of dads. I was at a, a play centre yesterday. It was I saw ninety percent mums. Very jealous there. And yeah, I'm the, and the slides and shit. The fun twenty eight year old dad that like that kind of Henry just wanted to go around on his bike. And I was like, no nah, man, let's go on the slide. Let's climb this stuff. Let's go and play. And Are you the dilf. 
<laughs> Probably. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but um, if I say so myself. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but you don't have to do a lot as a dad to get people to go. Oh wow, look, he's so amazing. He takes his child out. Do and they? Plays I with don't him. believe they say that shit, man. No. Fuck it, they fuck it too a little bit. Hey, I find like if if you reckon you heard that. If, if I put a little bit more effort in and, and did the dishes, they'd be like, oh, wow, good job. Like, you've got a great one there. I or mean, I, I don't know. Well, take the kid enough. to the park and they're like, oh, that's so good of you to take your boy to the park. Like, it doesn't take much to be dad of the day or dad of the year. It takes but a hell of a lot. Isn't that a shitty year. thing? But did I finish the sentence anyway? I don't think I did. But half the dads say they should be depicted as sensitive and nurturing by showing them interacting with their kids, enjoying a variety of activities with them and showing that kids need them as well as mum. That's half. The three of us do that. Yeah, I, I agree. But that's they're saying that this doesn't get depicted very often. It's because I believe women are too soft to be able to, to be the comedic value in these shows. <laughs> well, I'm not being a sexist. Noise. I mean, it's either the father or the mother that's going to be thrown on the bus here, right? It's been the dads. I'm not happy yeah. about that. Sorry, I'll stand up for it. Okay. Yeah, I... You'd almost not find a show where the mum is just a bit of a sit on the couch slob who, Catherine Kim. Uh, <laughs> the, the, a couple <laughs> movie, couple movies have attempted um, at it, but they're like bad actually, mums and things. Yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, which and that's become a fun thing to kind of play with. Yeah, which is funny enough if you watch them, and I think the women really relate to these. Is that it's, there's more truth in those than than there isn't, which is, yeah. which says that some of these. Funny you say that. It's probably because they are produced by men. That's why it ends up the way that it is. Yeah, you're probably right. And so when it's produced and ex executed by a woman, like the bad mums, there is a more willingness to self-deprecate themselves. Um, I love because, that word. Self-deprecate. Because men are not willing to do it. I use it at basketball. I mean, Conrad might be willing to do it, but uh, could you imagine someone, yeah, trying to, they'd, they'd cop, a, cop it. It's it, it, just, I don't know. There'd, there'd be a hashtag. It, it's, I wish, you know, <laughs> I honestly wish I didn't see these names on the list together because I really, I really have taken umbrage at, the, at that. I mean, they're not the only names, but there, there's, no, there's much more in that group too. But there's some powerful names in there's here when you talk about a TV show. These, these shows have been going on forever. Like you can say the first name of a lot of those and everyone would know exactly. Apart from like, that daddy pig thing, most people, everyone knows I'm good Or with. Yeah, but that's only because you're showing your age. But apart from that... Every, People know them by their first names. Yeah. Like that's how, like that's how common that the knowledge of that character is. Mm. Yeah, and so it it has it has penetrated society to a point from from that perspective. In my circle, I don't believe the imagery has, and I don't believe, and therefore, I don't believe we are being portrayed uh, anywhere near what we are. Mm. Um, and you know, I'd, I'd welcome, I'd welcome some new stuff. Yeah, I think we're it's a long way from. Can we, do an indie, sure. can we do an indie show? I'm sure there's other ways what we're doing. Whatever, right whatever now. indie means. Does that mean independent? Just independent. Yeah. We're doing another one right now. We're doing one. With, this is a show. We're yeah, and, and my, name, my name is Conrad, Conrad Francis. Conrad J. Francis. <laughs> Short but, but would a show be funny if it just. <laughs> I'm the new age dad. If it was no, purely. You've you got to find other angles, right? Because they're there. Yeah, but even like something like what Take Justin the piss was out saying, of the kids, mate. They're all something Muppets. like bad mums still <laughs> plays on a stereotype. It takes all the things that women can relate to about really living up to that expectation, about not being as great as society expects you to be, and then just pushes those stereotypes to a point where it's kind of like excessively funny. 
I think if, if you had a show that was purely just based on reality, it really wouldn't be that funny. Just like, okay, I think yeah. we should just go back to the Coliseum, you know, just... Women, women that listen to this show, I know there's a few. If you're at the end and you actually are listening, I would really appreciate your opinion on this. (laughs) I would really appreciate your, yeah, thanks for listening this far anyway. But if you get to the end of this, I'd really appreciate your thoughts on whether you would like to see the way men are portrayed in these these types of TV shows change. Um, Whether you think it's having a negative impact on, on the children that are watching these shows. Um, and is it okay that we are being portrayed in these ways? I'd love to know. I mean, it's a genuine question and without any malice um, because, you know, I'm just I'm just interested. Well, these are all comedies too. Are there examples of men that are portrayed in dramas, for example, that are, are different? Is, is comedy always something we're going to take stereotypes and aspects of reality essentially and just amplify them in a way that we all find funny? I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm interested. I really am interested. I mean, I, other than Kath and Kim, I can't name off the top of my head um, any female figures that have had the piss taken out of them in a comedic show uh, for a while. Well, no one's yeah. brave enough. Who well, has say, the power? Oh, look, I'm sure they're out there. If people want to tag them in, that's good. Let's let's figure it out. But um, good topic, Josh. I think. Um, yeah, thanks for. Uh, you can't hear this right now, but thank you thanks, very much. Thanks, big for producer that. man. And, um, well, well, I think we'll the only man it. on this planet that scares me. We'll wrap it up here. Josh. We'll wrap it up here, but because um, he's about to walk in the room because he thought we're finished. But um, yeah, look, good, good topic, and I think it's interesting. And I'm like, they're they're clearly not all the you know. There's a lot of other big names out there in different shows, but they those ones are interesting, especially with the stats that um, the British advertising community has taken um, recently. British advertising, no, the UK's advertising standards and authority. Their standards and authority. Shit, so though. it's um. It's pretty but interesting. Now he wants to start getting fucking open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Right Standard oh, as we're shit. wrapping up. Come on, J-Mo. Fucking, you should have opened with that, you muppet. What did it do? <laughs> oh, I think it's shit. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. No now, I've, now I've got a comrade in arms. <laughs> just the, the, no, we'll have to do another episode. Jacob's referring to the standards thing, right? Yeah, just the whole, the, the fact that the British are... Um, oh, come on, mate. We finished the show here. I know. I'm just saying... I, <laughs> <laughs> They're doing it. I just don't like the direction the society is heading where we're pushing too far down that politically correct aspect. Sugarcoating it all, right? Let's all yeah. go to the moon. It's like stereotypes <laughs> are fun. They exist for a and reason. You, you talk about like Asian people being shit at driving. Like nine, like a lot of the time you see someone and you go, fuck, that's why there's a stereotype. Like it doesn't mean, <laughs> it doesn't mean that every Can we play with the stereotype at the moment? It just, just, just came to mind, right? Given the last episode we talked about the moon landing, right? Donald Trump is wanting to get a female in space. She'll be, she'll be able to identify whether aliens do exist because she'll find a way to reverse into one. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> he was talking about traffic protocol. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, uh, look, I've seen your car and you're in no position to talk about anyone reversing My into anything. Hit, I didn't hit anyone. Your car looks like a bumper car <laughs> from, the, from the local fair. <laughs> the local fair. I don't hit anyone. People hit me. Yeah, the amount of lines all over your car that is not pinstripe. <laughs> Speed stripe. And the inside of it looks like a typical man. Oh, well. sure oh. it does. Anyway, we're wrapping this up. Thanks, gentlemen. It was a great uh, drop. Thank you, me. And um, thanks for joining <laughs> me. You, shut up. I'm shut. I've turned all your mics down. <laughs> get, get out of here. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. Please like or share. Anyway. Yeah, please like or share a comment. And if you're a female that wants a comedy show, we're looking for an indie.
Ciao. Peace. <laughs>